Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Oh, there's always questions, and you know why? Because Tom Korski finds all the fine print in all the things that no one wants questioned in politics. Tom Korski's managing editor, Blacklock supporter, joining us now. Hello there, Tom. Hi, Alex. Got your special opening all for you. <laughs> Nonetheless. <Awesome. laughs> Yeah. Um, so I want to start on this Laith Maroof story because uh, a Commons petition has now demanded that Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez, who has gone into hiding, names name. They want, um, <clears throat> you know, they want to know who in the department awarded this $133,000 grant to this uh, Jew hater to, you know, then go and teach it to the broadcasters of the world, uh, you know, of anti-hate uh, and anti-racism. But nonetheless, uh, it comes on the same day that Ahmed Hussein, the other minister who seems to be wearing all of this, says that they're going to be improving the vetting service, uh, source process of this to make sure that, you know, people who hate others don't actually get these government contracts. Now, what's interesting about this one, Alex, is they did know after the grant was approved last September 21. We know that because there was at least one member of the Liberal caucus, Anthony Housefather, mm-hmm. a former chair of the Commons Justice Committee, who said, I know this man. I, he's from Montreal, Mount Royal. He said, I know this man. We know Everyone knows about Leif back in Montreal. He's, he's been at this for 21 years. Goes back to his con, uh, Concordia University days when he liked to, you know, draw swastikas on Israeli flags. Everyone knows about this guy. So they were told, and they did nothing. That's the part that makes no sense. And so this petition asks, who in the government knew? Because they were told, advocates told them, and they did nothing until it became untenable. It became a, 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 a social media storm by advocates who kept dragging the chain and saying, what, what are you doing? Oh, 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 then, then the department wakes up and cancels the contract after it is uh, half finished. There's a lot of legitimate questions here about contracting, about transparency, and about accountability. There's, it's not enough to say, of, of course you're not going to give public funds to people like this. That's not the question. The question is, why didn't they act immediately when the first red flag came up? And they didn't. Well, they didn't, and they are also pretty sure that there's not going to be any accountability because we have not seen any in seven years. And so, of course, if Pablo Rodriguez stays in hiding and, and you know, we keep getting these big, um, you know, news stories that eventually people will forget about this, uh, I think that's what they're banking on. Like, where is Pablo Rodriguez? Like, why is Minister Hussein wearing this whole thing? It, it, it's not his, it's not even his department. No, and Rodriguez, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's sad, but it's it's comic at the same time. Rodriguez is the guy responsible for the media subsidies. Every time he's called on it, they say, hey, Pablo, aren't you just buying coverage? Aren't you just buying coverage from your media stooges? He says, no, absolutely not. I, I take questions, tough, tough questions all the time. Tough questions, Alex. Not like those other questions. 
Well, here's a tough question, and now it's on a petition. It's got a thousand signatures, and they just they just started, sponsored by MP from Thornhill, MP Lanceman. And the question mm-hmm. is, get the Inquiries Act, get a commissioner, subpoena documents and testimony under oath. That is threat of perjury, and all they want is name names. There's a question yeah. for Pablo. Yeah, well, I well I will look forward to his answer because I can guarantee you right now, Tom. This is not the only contract, and um, they're probably too scared, uh, hiding away right now, trying to make sure that all the rest of them are, are hidden away. We'll stay tuned to that. Meanwhile, only 35% Canadians surveyed say they trust the RCMP's commissioner, Miss Brenda Lucky, following a whole bunch of incidents that have basically left us zero reason to, to trust her leadership. I actually think that's actually very generous of the Canadian public. Interesting. A 35% approval rating. Well, you might say the commissioner of the RCMP, Commissioner Lucky, is not in a beauty contest. She's in law enforcement. Tough jobs, tough people. Who cares if her approval rating is 35%? Well, actually, she does. She commissioned the poll. (laughs) You paid for it, but she commissioned it. And this has resignation written all over. This is the twilight. This is Commissioner Lucky's legacy, was to drive down the public profile of the Mounties to this is a dramatic decline from pre-pandemic levels and when you have a federal police force that surveys canadians and they are asked do you think the rcmp is honest do you agree with that statement and the result is 51 percent say yes you can't get 49 percent of the electors in this country to say they think the police force is honest are you kidding me i i think commissioner lucky is hanging by a thread yeah well you know like we have not heard one word not one word tom you know, with the, the Saskatchewan mass killing, uh, you know, her comments during the inquiry into the other mass shooting in Nova Scotia have been anything but improv. I mean, this is a woman who said on the stand two weeks, three weeks before, you know, we, we saw 10 people killed on a, on a reserve, 18 others injured. When asked, what have you done to change anything in the last two years? Well, nothing. Yeah, we're just waiting. We're waiting for the reports to come in from the inquiry before we actually do anything that's, you know, common sense. Oh, sure. And their troubles went back to, I mean, the Freedom Convoy, very enthusiastic, freezing of bank accounts. But even the early role uh, the RCMP played in COVID crackdowns, you know, did they have to send six squad cars when the Christians were having an illegal gathering in the woods? You know, that was the Mountie legacy. Uh, they, They did their profile no good. And Commissioner Lucky, I think, has run her course. Well, I'd say, you'd say, but we'll see what the Prime Minister says, as we know they're very tight. Meanwhile, um, we've got lineups for passport offices going around the block everywhere you look across Toronto or the GTA. You know, you can wait up to three months to get a piece of, you know, documentation that you basically can't survive without. And we were told, we were told by the Trudeau government that they're hiring, what, 600 people to clear up the three-month backlog? And then you find documents that say, yeah, no, it's 78. Like, what is wrong with these people? What is wrong with well, that? It's arithmetic. It's, that, that was Treasury <laughs> Board President Forche testifying in the Commons Government Operations Committee. He was asked that very straight-up question by a Conservative MP named Ben Lobb from Huron, Bruce, Ontario. And the question was, you, you guys talking about passports. How many people have you hired? And, and President Forte replied, I, 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 don't, doggone it, I don't have that number right on the tip of my tongue. Like 600. <laughs> Well, it wasn't 600, wasn't 400. Turned out to be about 78. Most of those were mail clerks in the Department of Immigration. Oh. 
and uh, and the other ones were sort of form. That's not very equitable. That's why your uh, m- uh, no, I mean postal clerks of all of both genders. <laughs> and okay. That's why mail-in passport applications take three months, because they're, they're, Rome wasn't built in a day, Alex. <laughs> well, yeah, three three months if you're really lucky. But I got, when I heard that the Queen passed away, one of my first thoughts was, oh, my God, people are going to have to get new passports because we can't have the ones with the Queen's moniker on them. And I'm thinking... Oh boy, that 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 will just oh, could destroy you imagine? Karina Gould's year. No, yeah. 20, if they had to reissue twenty-seven million passports, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> they might hire eighty people. <laughs> yeah, nonetheless. Well, uh, quickly getting to this one, um, Parliament now wants a uh, spyware regulated, and this is, of course, is after the RCMP admitted that, oh yeah, we've been using on uh, spyware on phones of MPs and everybody else that checks uh, everything you do since 2012. So I'm glad they're getting action on this. They want action because it's affecting them, uh, but nonetheless, uh, is the, where does this story go? Commons Ethics Committee's on it. They're upset. That disclosure goes back to a routine tabling. The Maori said, oh, yeah, we've been doing this since 2012. This is not wiretapping. This is absolutely nefarious spyware. They can uh, get into your smartphone, activate your microphone, your camera, without any click required on your part, uh, let alone access every single document that online banking, email, you name it. Mm. And as academics from the Citizen Lab at the University of Toronto say in their submission to the Ethics Committee, they say this is uh, this entire industry operates in secret. They have secret trade shows. No one knew the Mounties were doing this until it happened to slip out in a routine house tabling in the dying minutes of the spring session back in June. Yeah. Uh, completely unregulated. They regulate double parking on Wellington Street. That gets your frozen bank account. This, n- no regulation whatsoever. MPs, all parties upset. Well, yeah, and so should the public. I mean, it's not okay. God God help us, uh, you know, if we find out how many people were tracked, what kind of information. Certainly, like if you're a politician and you're having private conversations on your phone to your own party and, what do you know, the RCMP's kind of dipping in to see what you're doing. Who knows where that information goes? You just can't do it. There's got to be transparency. So I'll be very curious to see how far wide uh, reaching that one is. But uh, boy, oh boy, lots going on in your world. Appreciate the time. Thank you, Alex. That is Tom Korski, always delivering with Blacklock supporters, subscription-based and worth every darn penny.